Hey friends, it's Jordana. I'm so excited to share this podcast episode on the most recent masterclass we had on taking your health into your own hands, my secret sauce for success. As you're about to hear, truly nothing changes unless you change. Duh. (laughs) You can see every doctor in in the whole world throw money away and medications and supplements, but until your brain is programmed for health, you're going to continue to manifest imbalances or dis-ease. There are, of course, in this masterclass, some parts taken out to protect some of the intimate conversations with volunteers we had in the masterclass. But other than that, I hope you will enjoy. I can't wait to hear your feedback. Let me know if you have any questions and I'll see you on another episode. Bye. Welcome to the Mindful Method Podcast, where we don't just fill your ears, we fill your mind with the tools to enhance your emotional and physical reality. I'm your host, Jordana Sade, here to guide you on this journey of the body-brain connection and help you take your power back to create the life you've always wanted. So grab a seat, because class is in session and our method is on the syllabus. Here at the Mindful Clinic, we're not just changing your mind, we're changing your life. One mindful moment at a time. Today we're going to be talking about taking your health into your own hands. And this is my secret sauce for success. So you've probably heard me say this before, but you can't try to solve a problem of the mind with the same mind that created it. And I really love this quote because I I love it and it, it kind of also has like a bit of a, a heaviness to it because I really feel that we blame ourselves for our brain or we brain ourselves for our programming. We brain our, we blame ourselves for the routines that we decide to take. And yet um, we do need to change that in order to get to where we need to be. But shame and blame usually aren't the way to that route. And we'll talk about that in a moment. Okay. My promise to you is I'm going to tell you everything I know um, and as quickly as I can and we're, if we have time, we're going to do a live hypnosis, which I think is going to be really fun because I'm going to do some subconscious reprogramming and help you guys uncode it if I have a volunteer at the end. And if you want to learn how to go deeper, I promise I will show you how at the very end of this masterclass. A lot of you guys know me, um, so I'll try not to kind of make this repetitive, but I'm Jordana. I'm a clinical nutritionist and hypnotherapist, and I have a degree in behavioral psychology. My entire practice, I work with women all over the world. So um, we have people really everywhere in many different time zones. Um, My niche is really helping people heal their relationship to food and reprogram their nervous system. So the excess weight falls off all on its own. Now, weight loss is definitely the happy benefit, but the way that I practice is very root cause. So my understanding of the way that the body works is if the body's holding on to any weight, there are imbalances and those imbalances come in the nervous system and they also come in the physiological body. And so when we balance those two things, weight loss is very easy. And, um, and, but weight loss is the happy symptom, but what you really get is your life back. So this specific masterclass is not about weight loss, but if you guys know me, that's what I'm known for. I've done a TED talk um, on the psychology of food that will be coming out really soon, which is very exciting. But those are my those are my little my niches and things that are going on. My story started when I was really little. I was obese as a child. I was the only obese kid in class. 
I was bullied, of course. And um, I went on my first diet when I was eight. And a lot of people gave me validation. All of a sudden I had all these friends. My doctor was proud of me. And so I learned at a very young age that who I was, was not lovable. And if I was thin, I was more lovable. And if I was overweight, I wasn't. And so this spiraled into decades of disordered eating and eventually substance abuse, where I was using substances to keep my weight down. And honestly, as a, an escape, um, from really disliking myself. When I was 21, I was an alcoholic and a cocaine addict. I was kicked out of university and I got pregnant and that baby saved my life because I could no longer use any of these substances and except for the one where it all started, which was food. And so I really noticed that my eating behavior started to take a very addictive quality. And um, when my son was nine months old, I went back to school to become a nutritionist. I graduated as valedictorian with first class honors. I worked in an obesity clinic and actually my relationship to food was significantly worse once I learned about nutrition. Like it, it made things so much worse. And so I'm practicing in this obesity clinic and like we're seeing hundreds of patients, like sometimes over 50 patients a day. I'm handing out meal plan after meal plan. Nobody's getting any better. And I can I continue to struggle with my weight, my eating behaviors, binge and purge tendencies. I was very unwell. Um, I ended up in a health crisis actually where uh, I had a, a minor stroke and a lot of that was from abusing ADHD medication and stimulants and training for marathons without eating. And I came back from that crisis and knew something was wrong. Like I knew this was deeper than just what I was eating, what I wasn't eating. So I went back to school to study human behavior and psychology and learning about my own psyche and my own um, relationship to myself was actually the catalyst that helped me heal my relationship to my body and food. And a funny thing happened. The weight literally came off all on its own. So that's my story. Um, there's a lot more that's in there. Um, and, you know, I've done I've done so much with this, but really what I'm here to do is I'm really here to teach you guys how to take your health into your own hands, because at the end of the day, it just is nobody else's responsibility. And nobody is going to have the same type of power that you and your brain have. Um, so anyways, work smarter, not harder. In this picture here, I am probably about 50 pounds overweight. I've been 100 pounds overweight. I've been 300 pounds. I've been under 100 pounds and I've swung back and forth my entire life until I figured it out. But um, this in this picture, I was actually like chronic dieting, going to the gym every day. And then when I learned to really reprogram my brain, so my body stopped holding on to things it didn't need, I was working out so much less, just eating what I wanted. And my body actually took a form where it, and you know, I have abs and like I fit into most clothes. And so it, yeah, it's just more than the weight getting your life back and feeling comfortable and confident is ultimately what I'm here to teach you guys. So if I could do it, you can too. Once I understood how to use my brain to program myself, my body normalized. I stopped addiction and self-sabotage. I learned to love myself. I built a career that I'm obsessed with. I have a banging body and I've had two children. Um, I've manifested the best team. Some of them are on this call, um, friend groups, an amazing home, my dream car, um, and taking my family on vacations, which I just never thought I'd be able to do because I did not grow up with money and um, just self-confidence and I really, it's, it's not just the confidence when you show up in a room, but it's the confidence to know that whatever you desire to do, you will be able to accomplish that. And everybody can access that. Okay.
This is for someone who's going to be open-minded, who's ready to take charge of their life, somebody who's sick of their own shit, who's ready to stop working so hard and start receiving with ease, for somebody who's ready to rewire limiting beliefs that are holding them back, for someone who's ready to face themselves, this is really important, um, for somebody who's ready to actually live their life, ready to be to stop being a victim and start creating their experience. And if this sounds like you, just put yes in the chat, please. Okay, let's take your health into your own hands. I want to know what you guys are trying to manifest right now. What do you want? You can put it in the chat. Money, holla, healthy relationship. Yeah, a serious relationship. Mm, money and career. Ooh, these are so juicy. Okay, awesome. You guys can keep writing, but I'll just get move on. So please write in the chat if you feel open to it. Why do you think that you have not gotten this yet? Like, what do you think your barrier is? You can't be wrong here. I, I'm just curious. So I know how to kind of gear this towards you guys. Communication. Okay, cool. Now, Leah, is this your lack, you not being able to communicate? Or is it like an interpretation issue? Like, uh, Probably the idea that uh, we don't we don't understand each other when we communicate like we're saying the same things you know mm -hmm. mm, that's an interesting one okay I'll come back to that okay um roadblocks probably from fear of it cool yes me Michelle I'm the problem fear and lack of self-confidence self-doubt uh not fully understanding myself and supporting my beliefs and boundaries I have a hand raised yes you may speak. Mary Catherine. Oh, you raised your hand. No, no, you didn't. Okay. Okay, cool. <laughs> Moving on. Um, okay. So first of all, I just want to say it's not your fault guys. Like, I think that we are so easy to blame ourselves. And I know that I'm going to contradict myself a million times here because I'm going to tell you it's nobody else's responsibility. Um, but it, like, I truly believe that everybody sitting here in this room does want what's best for themselves, right? Like, of course we do. We think about it all day. We have desires, we have goals, and yet roadblocks get in the way, a lack of understanding of for one another get in the way, um, not being confident enough, following into falling into the same cycles, it's not your fault because you're not actively waking up and choosing this. You're not like, hey, I want to self-sabotage myself today. Or, hey, I don't even really like myself. So, like, I'm going to do X, Y, Z. Nobody actively makes that decision. And that's why it's so important to talk about the nervous system and the subconscious and what's happening behind the scenes. Because this is not an active choice. And no one's coming to save you. Nobody, It's nobody else's job to do the work. So you have two choices. You either accept the conditions as they are, or you accept the responsibility to change them. Um, sometimes I crack myself up, but I was just on Instagram and I haven't even really been talking about this webinar very much, but I, I was like, Hey guys, like you either come to the call or you stop complaining about your life because this is free information. And, and I had a, a colleague of mine be like, Jordana, <laughs> just be nice. But I'm like, it's actually is so literal. Sometimes there are so many resources for you guys. So if we're not going to accept the responsibility to change the things and we have to accept, accept the conditions as they are, which I don't think we're about. So why don't we change? I want to hear your opinion. Put it in the chat. You can't be wrong. 
Like, why don't people, why do people get stuck? Why don't we get what we want? Easy to just go with the flow. Hmm. Fear of something different. Oh, I totally understand that. Limiting beliefs. Yes. The subconscious. Absolutely. Beautiful. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I'm so sorry. I'm picking on you, but I'm just, I'm just really trying to understand here. Um, easy to go with the flow. So is that because you're afraid of change or is it more of like not confident enough to say something's wrong? Like, do you feel good, but then you're just kind of unsatisfied or are you like, I don't know how to make this big change? Um, oh, I'm not sure how to answer that. Um, I don't think I'm afraid of change. I like change. Um, I think it's like for me, cause I'm just thinking, since I'm thinking my relationship and communication, that's the line mm. I'm on right now. Um, it's more like why, why make a big deal about it? Like it's not going to change. So that's kind of, I'm trying to change my own mentality to, you know, make changes. But, um, when I think about it like that, then I'm like, Hmm, I don't know, you know, but it's confrontation. Like I don't want to yeah, confront, cool. you know, totally. <laughs> and confrontation is very scary because here's something I learned about myself in my own relationship. That was not fun. Um, I thought I just didn't want to hurt the people around me because I'm like, I'm such a good person and I'm so empathetic, but really most of the time what this is about is actually more manipulating and controlling what people perceive of you. So rather than me just like not wanting to hurt someone, the thing that was actually so har harmful and hurtful for me was the idea that somebody else could have a negative, um, a, a negative understanding of me. And so it's, it's like, I don't want them to hate me. I don't want them to think badly of me. And that is like, so selfish. <laughs> um, it's so fucking selfish, but it's like, and it was just a huge eye opener because I thought I was just this martyr over here being like, Oh my God, I don't want to hurt people's feelings, but it really is. And what all of you guys are going to understand is that it's always all about you. Like we are egocentric beings. So, <laughs> um, yes, it's pretty funny. Cause I just figured this like this whole thing out. So maybe this is part of why I'm looking for growth and change and things like that is I'm a teacher. So I'm a high school teacher. And this year, it's just been a weird year. I don't have like the same bonds, like the same like thing. And then I'm like, whoa. And then I realized I'm like, oh, like I've always been afraid of like the kids not, you know, not loving me or whatever. And then now I'm like at this stage of why, what am I, what is that doing for me? Like, what good does it do me? You know, like, so it's like a whole mind shift kind of thing. So I'm there. Perfect. I, I, one last thing I'll say about this. Um, not that you asked for a coaching session, but it really, this comes from childhood and what's happened is like, it's possible. I'm just me. I don't even know you. I mean, this is the first time we've ever spoken. So it's possible that you were taught at a young age to self-abandon, to keep the peace or keep attachment with everybody else around you. Maybe it was your job to meet other people's needs, or um, it was your job to like um, meet, make sure everybody's emotions were stable. But when we see this as adults, where we um, we care about it, there's, there's nothing wrong with caring, but we care too much about what the people around us think about us, especially like your students, right? Like these aren't even this, you're not, it's not even colleagues. Like you are superior to them. And, but the, the tendency of, you know, 
what putting on a face or being a specific way or saying specific things in order to get people to like you is self-abandonment. So what I think is happening is I think you're getting to a part of your life where your like inner child is like, yo, we don't want to abandon ourselves anymore. We're tired of it. We want real connection. We want something real. And, and so now it's just like, whoa, I don't even know where, where I fit in anymore because if I'm not making everybody like me, then like, how am I going to build relationships? Thanks, Leah. <laughs> kind of weird spot on. So uh, I'm like writing things down like, oh, shoot. <laughs> yeah. Um, just FYI to everybody in the uh, who's here. If you don't want me to see into your soul, just don't volunteer because it will happen. Um, but thank you so much, Leah. Okay. Cool. Um, beautiful. So why did I put this up? Let me think here. Oh, yes. I just wanted to show you guys physical representation of a time in my life when I already was a nutritionist. I already had a successful business. I, I was working with over 600 patients in obesity. And like, I know it's been much worse and it's been a lot better. I'm not saying this is like terrible, but I'm very clearly not healthy. And I was desperately trying so hard. I was like on low, low carb diets. I didn't even, I couldn't even look at a blueberry. And like, I remember just like salivating at thinking of eating fruit and um, and my body wasn't happy. And so your body, no matter how much, you know, the body keeps score <laughs> and it knows when there are imbalances in your psychology, in your emotions, in your nervous system. And if you're doing things to punish yourself or to fix yourself or, um, to receive this external synthetic validation, your body's not going to be happy. It, it'll be short-lived. Like you might lose weight. You might get better. You might like get rid of brain fog or get rid of candida temporarily, but something will always come back because you can't trick the mind into thinking that it's stable when it's not. So that's really what we're here to learn. We're here to learn, like, how do we change our mind and make it last and, and move through it through life without just temporary fixes? Um, no problem, Mary Catherine. Cool. Okay. So victimhood versus taking your power back, so important. I said this in the beginning, but I'm just like, forever, I was a victim of my circumstances. Like, why me? Why did I have to be an addict? Why Why? Why did my friend could eat what, whatever she wanted? But for me, everything I ate just stood on me. And, you know, if you're right now in your life, a victim of the circumstances, why isn't my relationship working? Why can't I attract the right partner? Why don't I get enough clients to sign? It's like, okay, it's fine. We can be there. And also it's time to take your power back. Like stop asking why, 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 why? Start sitting in the driver's seat and create. Because like I said in the beginning, your experience is your responsibility. And there's nothing different. Why me? Versus why not me? There's just nothing different between you and somebody who has what you want. We're all human. Like no, no one has any superpowers unless like there's something I don't know here. Um, we're not trying to grow a third arm. Like we all have the same abilities. It's just, it comes down to our wiring and you can take control of that. So this is very exciting. All right. I'm going to pick on a volunteer, somebody other than Leah, you poor thing. Um, I just want somebody to unmute and tell me what's something they want and somebody else who has it. And you don't have to name the person. You can just be like, yes, this is what I want. This person has it. <laughs> it can be weight related, Lavinia. I'm happy to go with nobody else 
is wants to volunteer. <laughs> Beautiful. Let's hear it. What do you want? I would like a relationship that um, I feel truly secure in and one that I don't feel and one that I feel is equal. Um, I typically go for relationships where I feel like I'm in the power position because I feel safe because I can control the narrative but I'm not particularly invested in those in, in in those men whereas I've only ever had two in my life where I think wow I want them but it's been um yeah it, it's been um scary to go for it and um one I did and we were together for two years and it was great but it, it ended and then um there's another one now that um I know it's my self-worth and self-value but I I just don't feel that like, I feel like I'm too boring <laughs> basically okay super interesting a lot of you guys are here for relationships this is gonna be fun okay so um Lavinia I understand what mm -hmm. you want now who's somebody that you know you don't even have to know them it could be like an Instagram person just like but preferably like you know they have the thing that you want what you want is like mutual reciprocal love, correct? Correct. Um, mm -hmm. So do you know somebody who has that in their life? I don't know anyone who's got it the way that I envisage it, honestly. Mm. Um, and that's something that I'm, um, I can see how other people um, have got relationships that really are beautiful for them it's not one that I would want to replicate and for whatever reason it might be a bit boring or a bit, you know, um, too exciting, shall we say. But um, I know people that have quality relationships, just not necessarily ones that I would like to directly copy. Okay. Fair. Um, let's take the direct copy out of it entirely and focus mm -hmm. on the, idea that obviously nobody's going to have the exact relationship you want just like nobody's going to have mm -hmm. the exact body that I because it's my body right mm -hmm. um, and you are different you're individualistic you have different needs but can you think about somebody and it could be even like in a movie that has like the type of love that you're like the type of safety the type of love in a partnership where you're like that's what I'm looking for a hundred percent my two two of my very close girlfriends have got that type of relationship with their husbands, which are um, completely, any, anybody would want to emulate the type of connection and love that they've got with their partners. Um, yeah. Why do you think they have love from a partner, but you do not have love from your version of a partner? Is it is it what you just said in that, like, well, their partners, like there's many, many of them, and like the person I'm looking for is like a dime of a dime, a dozen or is it's it? Sorry. Go ahead. No, you go. No, it's, it's a little bit of that. And it's also a little bit of, if I have to be really brutally honest, it's, I think that the type of guy that is a 10 out of 10 wouldn't go for me. Okay, great. So who would that person go for? Like who would the 10 out of 10 guy go for? um one that is more physically attractive I would say and why because when you are top of the 
food chain you can literally your selection of your pool whether you're male or female is much wider so you can literally pick whoever you want so if you're lacking in any area then which might sound really silly but that 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 that's how I view it that if you're lacking in 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 any of in any sort of component like you have to be emotionally intelligent too but like if if you're if you're lacking in any of those sort of major areas um then why would somebody go for you when they can go for someone who's got all of those components and you believe that the area that you're lacking in is your is appearance I'm clearly confident. <laughs> <laughs> no, okay, no, no, but this is good. Okay, so um what like what is it about what is it that you're lacking in your appearance? Where's your where's your weak spot? Oh, um, I'm not toned at all. Okay, so it's weight related. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So if you were to lose the weight, and like I'm not saying that you need this at all, but like re- the reality mm-hmm. is like you know, people do lots of stuff with their appearance in the, this day and age. You don't definitely don't have to, but like lots of people do. So there's just like appearance is, I actually used to get really bitter about this. Cause I was like, Oh, like, you know, now anybody can look super unique, but the re or I, it's the opposite. Now everyone looks the same, I guess, but the reality is like the thing that you want to change about yourself, it's, it's very changeable. Like we, you're not trying to grow a third arm here. Like this is like, it's like, okay, you got to tone your body. So, mm. and then once you do that, you're going to feel like an energetic vibrational match for the thing that you desire. Is that correct? Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. So yes, you're going to say something. Yeah, no, you, 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 you took the words out of my mouth. Yeah. I, I don't feel like I can get that until I've sorted this, which is part of the reason why I thought I need to grab the bull by the horns. But what I've also re- recognized is that even in terms of law of assumption, law of um, uh, law of assumption and manifesting, I can't be doing it for somebody else. I have to be doing it for me. And that's also where I'm having a little bit of a, a struggle because at the end of the day, I want what I want. Yeah, totally. And you shouldn't have to settle. And, but you just have it backwards. Like your thought process is like, when I am thin, then X, Y, Z will happen. And I'm telling you, you'll be thin when X, X, Y, and Z happens. Like it's, this is the same thing with all the people in MFM. It's like, well, I'll buy the nice clothes when I lose the weight. No, no, no. You're going to lose the weight when you buy the nice clothes. You're going to lose the weight when you start to feel good about yourself. And so body appearance in general is like one of the most tangible reasons we can tell ourselves that we're not worthy. We're not lovable. Cause we, we, we literally wear it. Um, you know, if you had said to me, like, I'm just not smart enough, this would be a different conversation at the end of the day, no matter what you guys are trying to manifest, somebody else has what you want. And the only thing different about them is not a superpower. It's the way that their brain is wired. If we go back, you're like, Oh, but their parents were born rich and now they have all this. Okay. Well, why are their parents rich? Why were their grandparents rich? Why were their great grandparents rich? They thought differently. That's it. That's it. Okay. So if I can teach you guys how to think differently, if you guys can teach yourselves how to think differently, then you can have whatever the fuck you want. Okay, cool. Mm -hmm. We have to understand the connection between the body and the mind. I know not everybody here is for body related reasons, but um, the truth is a lot of people who will be watching this replay do have a lot of diseases like high blood pressure, high cholesterol, autoimmune diseases. Maybe we're talking about thyroid stuff and nothing ever manifests in the body unless there's an emotional component first. So we have a thought. 
the brain releases chemicals into the bloodstream. Those chemicals bind to our cells. They travel and they bind to the cells and they tell the cells how to behave. So this is happening at the thought level. So if you're thinking to yourself, like, well, when I just lose the weight, like, what are you actually saying to yourself? Like, what is the I am there? Lavinia, I'm asking you. Oh, sorry. I, I wasn't sure if that was directed to me. Um, I, I'm literally telling myself um, subconsciously that I'm not good enough or I'm not worthy for yeah, it. Yeah, you're also saying I'm it. not thin. And like, so the thing that you want, you're like, I, I wish I was. When I'm there, the vibration you're like frequencying at the frequency of your vibration <laughs> at. Nope, that's not right um where you are is not you can't be in a state of wanting and having at the same time right so it's like mm -hmm. as the more you want something the more you tell yourself i'm not there yet and the brain yes. is very literal the subconscious mind is very literal so we're going to figure out how to rewire it here the first thing is, you know, I'm an academic by trade, so I um, I love uh, research, and there is a great researcher, Dr. Kabat-Zinn, and he works at Massachusetts, I think, um, U of Medicine at Massachusetts, and he actually was one of the founders of something called, um, it's a type of transcendental meditation, MBSR, I believe. And basically what it is, it's, it's just mind, body, relaxation, or mind, body, stress, relaxation, MBSR, yes. And he did this huge study where he basically took a whole bunch of sick people and um, thank you, whoever put that in the chat, he took a whole bunch of sick people and he just got them to meditate in a very specific way. And after the study, every single person recovered from whatever they were dealing with. Like every person, this wasn't like a, you know, a 90%, this was a 100% outcome. Every single person recovered. So really this is to show you the power of the mind. And John, uh, Dr. John Kabat-Zinn has an interesting story because he was working as a medical doctor, as a general practitioner for a really long time. And he was like, okay, I'm helping like realistically 20% of my patients, 20% of my patients that come in, I can give them a prescription and they, they'll get better. The other 80% like are not getting better. And I'm either sending them to a specialist where they don't get better or I can't help them. And so he, the whole reason why he went into understanding the mind was through, was so that he could help people to heal. And he has a beautiful quote that says, we all have this ability to heal ourselves just simply by being human. So one thing that I really want to hammer home, if you're going to take one thing for me today is just please understand how powerful you really are. And if you are not in a place where you're happy or you're experiencing something that you don't want to experience, whether it's, it's a physical ailment or like so not enough money, career, whatever it is, just know that like you created that too. <laughs> and this isn't to put blame on you, but it is to show you the power of your mind. And so we can do, we can do the other thing. We can just change it. All right. This universal law of frequency, I'm going to talk about this briefly, um, just so that we can get to a hypnosis, but whether or not you believe in manifestation, law of attraction doesn't really matter. This is quantum physics. So um, when you actually look at every single cell in the body, our body is made up of many millions and millions of cells. Every single cell in the body is about 99.9999% energy. And it's 0.00001% physical matter. So what we see is only 0.0001% of what actually is happening. 
And so when we're changing our thoughts and we're changing our subconscious, we're focusing on the 99.999%. And like, careful what you wish for, because when you understand how to harness this ability, things change very, very quickly. I was talking before about, um, you know, why don't you have what you want? And most people were like, oh, you know, uh, I don't want to experience confrontation. Um, I don't uh, know confidence, whatever. Like these are these lower vibrational frequencies, right? Shame, guilt, apathy. I'd rather just not, it's easier to just leave it alone. Um, fear, right? Who's not in a state of fear all the time? Like, even if it's just like, fuck, what am I going to wear? Like that's still sending signals of fear to your body. And so we only ever attract what we are like, like attracts like. So if you're, if you feel shameful for your body, so shameful that you don't think you can manifest the partner that you want, then like, you're only going to experience situations that revalidate that shame to you. That's why you're not getting that like 10 out of 10 man, not because of your body, but because you experience the emotion of shame for your body. Cool. The brain is wired for survival, not success. So I've talked a lot about the conscious and subconscious mind. I'm not going to go too much into it because um, I've done it in other master classes, but like our desires and goals live in the conscious part of our mind. We live there about 2% of our day. It's what makes you, you, you like the color blue. You like to play soccer. You want to make a million dollars this year. That's the conscious mind. The subconscious mind is all of our automatic behaviors. So if you want to be thin, let's say, but you keep pressing the snooze button and not going to the gym, we have a conflict between the subconscious mind and the consciousness. And so one of the reasons why that conflict gets created is because the subconscious is genuinely wired for safety. So the brain loves to be stuck in the familiar, even if the familiar isn't safe for you, like even like perceptionally safe, even if the familiar doesn't breed success, it is more safe and familiar for your brain to stay stuck in an abusive relationship because the unknown of not being in that relationship is fucking terrifying because it's like, you know, the devil, you know, is better than the devil. You don't like, that's how the brain thinks. It's like, uh, uh-uh, we know, even though this sucks, we're just going to stay here because it's familiar. So fear genuinely governs the majority of our thoughts and worry is the most addictive um worry is the most addictive thing if you don't believe me try going a day without it you can't even go two minutes without it I'll bet you truly so imagine let me know if this resonates but you know if somebody has given you a compliment before maybe it's you're the best high school teacher I've ever had. Um, you're like, thank you. Yes. Awesome. But if somebody even looks at you the wrong way, or you like think somebody's judging you, you fucking remember that shit. Like that hits inside compliments roll off your back. You're like, yes, thank you. I got it. But like criticism sticks. And that's because the bra- the brain's wired for that. It's brain. Your brain is wired to look for danger and to remember it because that's what keeps us alive. So if what we think creates our reality, but the brain is wired to seek danger, we've got a problem here, right? Because rather than telling yourself, I'm a perfect match for that 10 out of 10 guy, your brain is looking for where am I not? And then you're developing the identity around that. Hi babes, I am so excited to talk to you about my signature program, The Mindful Method. 
This is the exact same method that I have been using with hundreds of successful clients to help you heal your relationship to food, to increase confidence and to lose weight without dieting or killing yourself at the gym. If you're sick of not feeling like your best self, if you're sick of promising yourself that you'll start again on Monday, if you're sick of going on restrictive diets only to gain back the weight, I can tell you right now that if you gained it back, it did not work. You know what's healthy and what's not. You do. You just continue to choose the unhealthy option anyways. And a meal plan will not solve this issue. There is no amount of restriction or discipline or willpower that is going to stop you from self-sabotaging. The body follows the mind. Imagine a life where you don't have to think about what you can or can't eat. Imagine a life where you feel confident in all of your clothes, where every day and every way your body rebalances and you lose all of the weight so you find the truest, healthiest version of yourself. Imagine never having to start again on Monday. This is what happens when you focus on transforming the brain so weight loss is effortless. The body follows the mind and it's time you actually get to the root cause of your issue. If you are ready to transform and find the truest, healthiest version of you without letting go of your favorite foods, I invite you to fill out the application in my bio. And if you're a good fit, we'll be in touch soon. Back to regular programming. These are just some, some... I have a question. Yeah, please, please. Apologies to interrupt. Um, Just... I understand what you're saying in this capacity, but how do you actually, I can kumbaya all day and do affirmations, but if you don't actually truly, truly believe that that aspect or that self-concept aspect, how do you shift that bit of your thinking? Like you might be able to do it with money or whatever, but this specific aspect of, of your identity is one that is so deeply ingrained as you said from childhood how do you other than the affirmations I can I can get that I'm doing them and you know repeating them etc but if I truly don't believe what I'm hearing how do we make that shift yeah great 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 question and I know you're talking about weight right now but like this is weight is just your weak point Um, but everybody has their own lead points. Like for some people, it's just like, I'm never going to have enough money. I'm always going to live paycheck to paycheck, or I'm never going to be smart enough for that job. Right. And so you, you're not going to look yourself in the mirror and be like, I'm a millionaire when you like, can't even pay to like feed your kids. Like that it's, it's the same concept. It's like, how do you make the affirmation actually match the reality? And the truth is the more you stand in the mirror and tell yourself a lie, the worse it gets because you know, you don't feel that way. That's when you have to work on like the actual emotions. Um, and also just a really easy way to answer this. One of my favorite buffers is if you don't feel that way about yourself, if you don't feel like I'm confident enough, I'm good enough looking, whatever you just say, I'm so excited to. So rather than being like, I'm thin and I'm perfect. You're like, I'm so excited for when those jeans fit. I'm so excited for when I look in the mirror and this isn't what I see. (laughs) I'm so excited because it immediately shifts you from like, I feel like shit about myself to like, there's a potential for hope. Because what I'm asking you right now is not right now, you need to be the person that you want to be. It would help if you could access that for sure. And I I do that in meditation. And when you practice enough, you can. But 
if you can't get there, don't fool yourself. Just create a stepping stone. Yeah. Yes. Thank you. Cool. Okay. So subconscious directives are so many, but these ones I just think are the most helpful. The subconscious is subconscious. It's under the consciousness. So we're not fully aware of this stuff. Um, like I said to Lavinia, you know, one of the reasons why she created the identity of I'm not attractive enough or I'm not thin enough, whatever, it's probably because she had an experience likely in childhood where she learned the identity of like, I'm going to be judged by my looks. And even though this feels like an adult thing, she's like, oh, that person looked at me the wrong way. It's really the inner child. It's very subconscious that keeps coming out. And the cool thing about the subconscious is that there's always an attempt to fix. So it's going to resurface unresolved issues to be resolved. But since we don't know how to resolve them and they're subconscious, we just kept, we just keep like breaking open the wound almost. Like, it's just like, it comes up to the surface, we experience a trigger and a negative experience, and then we just push it back down and then just comes back up. And this is how we get stuck in these loops. Um, the other thing is it runs a lot of our like subconscious and automatic bodily systems. So you don't have to think about your heart beating. You don't have to think about breathing. And so if you're here from a weight perspective and you believe that you have to control what you're eating or exercise more to like get the body you want, like, oh my God, can we just have a conversation about this? Because what what is governing your bodily systems and how they function is not through control. It's happening subconsciously. So actually what we need to do, or you're going to work your ass off and you're going to keep losing and gaining the same weight over and over again. We just need to reprogram the subconscious. It's very simple, actually. And the last thing is it is all about self-preservation. So it's to its main job is to keep you alive, even if you are suffering. Um, the devil you know is better than the devil you don't. So it's just wants to keep you in the familiar. Your brain isn't going to make you a liar. So if you think XYZ, you are XYZ. And your mind is going to take shape of what you frequently hold in thought. So ways to change the subconscious. The first thing is hypnosis and reprogramming. Most of you guys know I'm a hypnotherapist. We're going to do a little hypnosis activity very soon. Um, hypnosis works by getting into that theta brainwave state and actually like rewiring the subconscious. You need to be careful, not careful with hypnosis, but like some hypnosis, some people won't be, hypnosis won't be effective for. And um with hypnosis, you need to be able to have a good imagination. You need to believe like that. Those are the two things. And you just need to trust. You need to turn it off and fucking turn, turn yourself off, turn it on and just let it do its job. Um, and if you have a good hypnotherapist, they're using NLP while they're doing the script, like while they're hypnotizing you, they're using very specific neuro linguistic programming to help the subconscious to think differently because the subconscious part of the brain is a very old part of the brain. And we don't even really think or talk like that anymore in the way that it thinks and talks. So hypnosis is one content is another one. I'm obviously very, um, I'm obsessed with learning. I'm like a lifelong student. So I really like education saved my life. Truly. I got to where I am now because I wanted to heal myself and I needed to learn everything about it. So, um, education, somebody, something or someone that is body, mind, and soul literate, because we can't just like take them away from one another. We can't just only focus on the body or only focus on the mind. Like everything works together. Um, developing purpose, taking control of your life and psychology and human behavior. Like that's where content should be. 
And then finally, community. Um, this really gets into like the internal and the external environment because what makes you you and what makes what governs your experience is the way that your nervous system responds to what's happening inside of you and what's happening outside of you. So you've probably heard the saying, like your tribe is your vibe, um, which means the people you hang around with, like are you vibrate at the same frequency as them. I lost a lot of friends when I was evolving. Um, it sucked at the time, but really finding my own network of humans has been hands down the most um, effective way that I've been able to elevate and manifest and achieve the things I want to achieve. Because if I'm looking to like buy a G-Wagon, I'm not going to be in a room with people who own a Ford Fiesta. And this isn't to knock Ford Fiestas because I owned one forever. Um, but it's just like, you really want to put yourself in rooms with people who have the thing that you want, know how to get there, who can guide you, mentor you, and also who you can teach your stuff to, right? Because this whole concept of community um, is one of uh, human beings' um, basic needs. It's more important than food. This, this idea of social belonging is what keeps us alive. We are tribal beings. If we didn't feel like we belonged in a tribe, the nervous system would literally shut everything down and it, you would die like in primitive times because you would know like, if I don't belong, I'm not gonna get fed. People aren't gonna share their food with me. I'm of no value. And so obviously we're not fighting for food anymore, but now in this very like Western world um, where we have everything at our fingertips, this idea of social belonging is like a slow burning death for us. If we don't feel like we belong, we begin to shut down. We begin to develop, I'm not good enough. I'm not lovable, whatever. So community is also so fucking important. Okay. Where are we? Are we good for hypnosis, Emily? Well, we have 10 minutes. Okay. I'm going to do a, if you have to hop off, we have 10 minutes until seven. If you have to hop off early, I'm totally fine with that. I'm going to do a hypnotic exercise with you guys. This can be very different than one that you've done before, because that's just how I roll. And um, in order to do this, I just need you to get comfortable and to just like move your body, get super comfortable. I'm going to use a little bit of subconscious, um, subconscious reprogramming techniques within this hypnosis. So all you need to do is just be able to close your eyes and use your imagination. Once I'm done the hypnosis, it might not have made full sense to you. That doesn't matter because the subconscious mind thinks in shapes and symbols. So I will ask for a volunteer to walk me through what they saw and I will uncode it for you guys. Give me a little insight into your subconscious, if you'll let me. Okay. We're just going to take a moment here. Beautiful. Let's take a big, deep breath together. And release. Take another big deep breath. And release. And take a third big deep breath. And hold it at the top for three, two, one. And release. 
Beautiful. Just let it all go. With your eyes rested and feeling so totally relaxed, allow yourself to just let it go. Just surrender. Let the surface below hold on to all of your weight. You find yourself feeling heavier and heavier as the surface below you is fully supporting you. And as your eyes are closed and your body is feeling heavier and heavier, you find yourself in a deep state of relaxation. And I'm gonna count down from three all the way down to one. And when I reach the count of one, you'll go deeper and deeper into a relaxed and hypnotic state. Three, feeling so totally relaxed all the way down to two with every number going deeper and deeper and one. Beautiful, stay there. Awesome. Use your imagination now and see yourself going into a magical forest. The forest is so intriguing as you walk up to the edge of the forest. You become curious to go inside. You see yourself taking one step in. As you look inside the forest, you feel very safe here. There's nowhere else you need to be. It's just you in this beautiful, magical forest. Take note of what you see. You look around and see trees in every direction the sun peeking through the leaves. And you feel so calm here. You hear the sound of water in the distance. And as you take a step towards the brook, you take note of how it feels walking through this magical forest the color of the grass, how it feels brushing against your skin. And as you walk towards this rushing brook, the water is sparkling as the sun managed to just peek itself through and hit the top of the water. The sound of the water is so calming, it almost puts you in a trance. And as you just close your eyes and listen to the sound of the calming water, you find yourself so calm and so comfortable that for the first time, you feel like you're exactly where you need to be. And as you breathe in, you're so grateful for the fresh air that is all around you. There's an abundance of it. You're never gonna run out of fresh air. And you've never really taken the time to think about that before, how there's an abundance of air around you. And this air is giving you life. You literally have everything you need in this moment. And that thought makes you feel so safe, so calm and so relaxed. As you stay here, 
you open your eyes in your imagination and you see an opening at the other edge of the forest. You become curious, so you walk towards the parting of the trees and you notice a yellow brick road. And you become excited to go onto that brick road. And so as you step out of the forest and onto the road, notice how the ground beneath you changes. You're trudging through the grass and then the mud and onto this yellow brick road. And as you walk up this winding road, you see it leads to a castle. Take notice of what this castle looks like. You walk all the way up to the front door. Is the door open? Is it closed? Is it locked? Or maybe it's not even a door at all. For the last time, you become curious and you just open up the door ever so slightly and take a look into the castle. Take note of what you see. As you step inside this big, beautiful castle, you can tell that there's something here for you. You're not sure what it is. And as you look around, there are many rooms and corridors and you just tune into your body and let your legs lead you, which leads you down, down a hallway and into a room. And as you go into this room, you see a table and this table has a heart on it. Take note of what this heart looks like. You feel inclined to pick up the heart. And when you do, you feel this rush of energy all through your body, knowing that this is your heart. And in fact, this heart holds powers, magical powers for your heart's desires. And as you pick up this beautiful heart, Maybe it changes in color or shape. Maybe it's a real heart. Maybe it's a drawn heart. But you decided to put it inside your body. And before you do, you look into the heart and there's a message there for you. Don't overthink it. Just allow the message to appear. Whatever you see is exactly what's meant for you. Once you see your message, you put your heart into your body in wherever you believe you need to. And you feel again, this rush of energy where you feel invigorated and just so calm. And in a moment, once you have seen and taken in everything you need from this moment, you walk to the door, back out of the castle, down the winding road, 
back to the edge of the forest. And before you go into the forest, you look back at the castle and you just thank it for everything you learned. In a moment, I'm going to count from one all the way up to five. And on the count of five, your eyes will be wide awake, your mind will be clear and alert, and you'll feel wonderful in every way. One, you're beginning to emerge from hypnosis. Two, feeling wonderful in every way. Three, your mind is clear and alert. Four, eyes starting to open now. And five, eyes wide open, fully awake, and feeling wonderful in every way. Lovely. Welcome back, friends. Okay. Who wants to tell me what they saw? What a nice place. I think so too, Lavinia. <laughs> cool thing is you guys can access that anytime you want. Um, I'll let you guys decide if you want to volunteer or not. And I'll tell you a little bit about some of the themes or some of the things that were happening. So your subconscious, perfect. Awesome, Lavinia. Your subconscious stores memories in shapes and symbols. So this is why I use like things like look at the trees. What do they look like? What colors the grass? How does it feel on your body? It's not that like, I need you to go to a magical forest. It's that every single thing that you see represents a part of your psyche. And so a lot of people think, and you know, hypnosis can be very much so you will stop smoking and tomorrow morning you'll wake up and you're not, you will not want a cigarette. Like it, it can be very literal like that, but we can go one step deeper and use different types of hypnosis that actually like changes the way the subconscious relates to its stored emotions. And, um, this is one of the ways that we do it. So cool. Lavinia, you volunteered. Why don't you tell me what you saw in the forest? Yes. Start. Just tell me the whole thing. So the forest was very tall, um, tree, very tall, um, bark, um, trunks um it was very plush um the but it but it was very serene um you once I walked in um I felt as you said very safe the ground was very spongy um there was it was just very um luxurious as a forest it wasn't dried or dead or anything it was just everything was like good to go got to the uh brook um can't uh it, it it was sort of literally as i imagined what a brook would look like um sort of like a stream <laughs> um then i went out um followed the yellow brick road which was glorious uh, very bright vibrant colors complete contrast in terms of texture underneath um underfoot it was much more solid much more robust walked up to what sounds like a very gaudy castle because it was pink and it was shimmering, but it looked beautiful. <laughs> um, I promise you it wasn't something out of a, um, <laughs> um, it, it was, it, it sounds much worse than it actually looked in my mind. Um, the door itself was a beautiful, big, traditional wooden style door. Um, it, the door was shut, but you could, like there was a big handle and you could turn it and open it to, to go inside. Um, went inside, it was a ginormous um, entrance hall, um, typical of a traditional castle. Um, turned right, went down a hallway um, with lots of um, display cabinets um, down either side and then got to this table um, and I saw this beautiful heart. Um, it was the shape of a 
a traditional sort of heart like that, not an anatomical one. It was 3D, um, quite thick and perfect, beautiful red color, beautiful uh, in shape, in texture and everything. Um, and then for, and my my immediate was that um, on the what the heart told me was it I love you. But then when I actually read it, it said I as the letter I, and then with a little heart shape, and then you. Oh, I don't <laughs> know what happened just there. That was really cool. I've never seen that before. <laughs> Ooh. Okay, cool. Um, when you left, okay, sorry. When you walked into the castle, was it dark or light? Light. Light. Okay, cool. Okay. So here are your main themes. All right. Fully channeling here. Okay. Um, okay. So you walk into the forest. It's lush. It's literally what I heard was what came through really clearly is it's full of life. So you are actually not allowing yourself to live. Like there's a part of your life where you're just like, you're not fully allowing yourself to like live this like luscious, luxury experience, luxurious experience for what life has to offer in every single moment. That can mean that, you know, even if you're going to something fun or doing something awesome, you're just not there. Like you're not fully living it. You're like, in the brain or overthinking, but like, you're not fully living the experience. You're not really allowing yourself to live. That's what came through there. Um, the vibrant yellow brick road. It's so interesting because the forest is very feminine energy and the road and the castle is very masculine energy. It's very solid. It's very like, Oh yeah, this is like secure. This is stable. We're walking on it. Um, and also too, the way that you describe the castle, it's pink, it's shimmering. It's so gaudy, but like, I promise it's nice. I promise it's not bad. It's like, dude, like, why do you hate the feminine so much? Like you, I think actually are terrified to step into your feminine. Cause I think if you let go of control, oh, you're a Virgo. That's why. Um, if you let go of control, you are afraid you will lose control and, or you're afraid you won't be able to know the outcome. And like, it's like, there's this beautiful opportunity for you to just like be in this easeful state and just receive. And the part of you that feels like you need to like control the outcome and like hyper fixate and know exactly what's going to happen is preventing you from being able to really settle into that feminine energy. It's like, it has to feel solid. It has to feel like I know exactly what's going to happen. Then you walk into the castle, it's light. That's a good thing. Um, it also means like you're very close. Like usually when we walk to the castle, it's kind of dungeon-like, which is honestly what I see. You're not very close to your manifestation. So you walk in, it's light. It's like, okay, we're illuminating it here. Like we're showing the shadow size. You go to your right, which is masculine. So um, your view is my love lies with a male. Not that like I'm attracted to male or female. That's not what I'm saying. It's like my value, my love my worth, my, like the love of me is dependent on the male to tell me that. And the, I love you was just like, so perfect. It's like, you're like, the heart is perfect, perfect in color, perfect in shape, it's like the exterior of it is what you're talking about. And so your belief is, which we talked about this before that in the male hallway where masculine gets to control how you believe you think about yourself or like how lovable you are, you need to have a perfect exterior. But the cool thing is, is that when you looked at like what the heart was actually saying, it's like, no, no, I love you. Like, I love you, not the perfect exterior. It's just like, I love you for you. And I was going to say this when you're talking about 
the 10 out of 10 man, like you're never going to find a 10. There's 10 out of 10 men everywhere, but there's always gonna be something wrong with people. But I think that's part of your defense mechanism. I think it's like nothing wrong with keeping your standards high. My standards are ridiculous, like very, very high. Um, And if you create, if you make it impossible, it will be, you know, so Mm -hmm. don't like make it impossible. Like you don't have, you don't, you're not looking to be perfect because people are, what you want is somebody who's going to look at you and see that like, you're not the perfect color red. You got a little bit of pink in there, maybe a little bit of green or something, some on one side you shimmer and on the other side, you don't like, that's the reality of the human experience. And when you can accept that, you're actually going to feel that love from yourself and be able to attract it. And question, does the, um, you said that um, going into the um, castle, et cetera, and turning right was 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 masculine. Yeah. Um, does that mean that um, I need to focus on, I, 100% I do not like to give away control because I feel like if I let go, essentially I'm going to either get hurt or my I'm, I'm completely overpowered, thus I'm overrun and that's, that's quite terrifying so how would you what would you suggest that I do to go more into that feminine aspects of myself okay so here's the cool thing and that this is for everybody not just for Lavinia when we do subconscious reprogramming in this way all you need to do is shine a light on it you don't even need to understand it I just told it to you because like it's more fun this way but it's like it's a, a small party trick but like It's like, you don't actually need to understand it. The brain just needs to shine a light on it so it can resolve it. Most of what happens is very beneath our consciousness level. But, and so if I were to like make you go through an exercise to make you feel lovable for a man that you're putting up on a pedestal that doesn't even exist because you were expecting yourself to be perfect, we would, we could work together for a whole year one-on-one and that will never happen. But if I take you through a little exercise where I ask you to go through a forest and see a heart, and then now the heart is like, you go to the right, like your brain is already conceptualizing these things. It already knows this. You don't have to do anything. Luckily for you and MFM, we will actually like work through a lot of this stuff to go into the feminine. But for all of you, there's nothing that you really even need to do. You just need to trust that your brain knows how to get there and it knows how to interpret what just happened. Um, And so that's why I wanted to do this type of subconscious reprogramming with you guys, because I think that, you know, we all speak one language and we think that like, there's one way of viewing things and one way to fix things. And actually like the brain is so unbelievably complex and you have everything you need in you to resolve. So we just need to shine a light on it and understand what our, you need to understand it, like see the shapes and the symbols that our brain uses as representation and it will work through it. And sorry to answer your question, you went to the right. So that either is a reflection of your own masculine, like you need to be in control. You can't shut that masculine like action part off of you, or it's that you need masculine validation to feel lovable yourself. Okay. Thank you. No problem. Okay. Um, I'm going to go back to the presentation because I want to show you all how to do this and how to continue this fun work. So just let me know if you can see this. Cool. Awesome. Okay. So, um, we talked about the three 
ways that we can reprogram the subconscious. So the exercise I did with you today is one component. We also need to understand. So we need the content, right? And we want, we need the community um, and like repetition, all those things. So these are just testimonials from like clients we've had in the past. Some of them are on this call. Really, this is people just saying like, oh my gosh, I'm so much happier. I love this community. This is a huge step cheering each other on. Wow, it's so much easier than I ever could have imagined. Um, really cute. Like I'm not going to read through all of these, but really cute examples of people coming to me for one thing and then literally like taking back their life. Like, it's just like, I can finally breathe again. I finally feel like myself. I went to my first ballet class. This client is like 36 um, and it's just like the cutest thing ever. Um, and that's what life's about. Like what I was telling to Lavinia, you know, we can be in experiences, we can buy the trip to Italy, but if we aren't actually experiencing life, like what are we doing? That is too fucking short. Okay. So ready to take your power back. You are going to be shocked at this offer. We've literally never done anything like this, this affordable with so much value. We are launching the Mindful Membership. It is a monthly membership. It includes our entire library of hypnosis tracks. So this is like, like I can't even, probably like 50 plus hypnosis of healthy mind and body hypnosis, stop people pleasing, fear of success, finding love, balancing hormones, boost immune system, weight loss hypnosis, addictive behaviors, recover from health conditions, chronic fatigue syndrome, like literally everything. And every month we continue to update. There's one live monthly workshop with me. It's live every month. And in these workshops, I'm doing something similar with what I did with Lavinia, or I'm teaching you a concept. So like we're doing, we're making vision boards. We're creating manifestation stuff. I'm teaching you a brain reprogramming tool, but the goal of these live workshops is for you to be able to like get the experience firsthand. Um, all of my videos on brain reprogramming tools are also included All my soul wound healing. So if you have soul wounds of with Lavinia, her, her wound would be, I'm not lovable and, um, would probably be the humiliation wound. And so all of the soul wounds are available for you guys. Okay. It's like ridiculous. And it's $27 a month. So we've never given away anything like this. Um, if you know my other programs, they're in the high four figures um, to work with me. And the whole purpose of this is, and re the reason why I showed you all of these testimonials is all of these people who worked with me, worked with my team, literally, and even a client who's on this call right now has finished her program and is just paying every month to stay in the community because it's been so powerful for her. Um, so I wanted to create a community that was affordable for everybody where you guys could get the help that you needed. You could use the hypnosis tracks. You can do the brain reprogramming and just take your life into your own hands. Um, Oh, cool. Yay. Awesome. I'm so in. Yay. Awesome. Yay. Cool. Um, okay. So this is also a subscription. So like you can cancel anytime you want. You're not locked in. This isn't to like, this is really because I want to help you. This work changed my life. I know it'll change yours too. Um, and yeah. Okay. Any questions? These are my other programs. If you want to work one-on-one, -on -one. any questions? This is different subscription to MFM. Yes. The official start, thank you, Emily, is March 1st. So purchasing today, your like March 1st is when the whole program will access. You'll have access to it, but you'll have an entire month for free.
Lavinia, this is different than MFM, but if you're in MFM, you get it while you're in MFM. So you don't need to purchase it again. Any other questions? Okay. And another reason to do MFM. Yes. Um, MFM is my, as a group coaching program. Also benefit of doing the membership is you'll learn a lot about the other programs. If you need deeper help, like if you are struggling with eat, overeating addiction or anything like that, like we have places to put you guys, but, um, you'll be the first to hear about discounts. You'll be the first to hear about program launches, all that fun stuff. Um, yay. I'm so glad. Thank you, Karen. Woo um, yeah. So anyways, I hope I'll see you guys there. The membership is very exciting for us. We'll get started March 1st, but if you purchase now, especially on this call, nobody else is getting that code. You can share it with your friends, but like not on social media. Um, no, the code is mindful 100. Like the, yeah, if you look in the chat, you can see it, Leah. Um, any other things that come up, let me know. There'll be a replay. I love you guys. Thank you for coming. I can hear my baby screaming. So I am <laughs> required in another room, but I love you guys. Have a great day. Thanks for coming. Mm -hmm.